Hello everyone. You have tuned into Dogcast, the official podcast channel of Department of Commerce, Manipal, and we're ecstatic to have all of you here. I'm your host Ishan. We have our co-host Riddhi, and we also have Chan, who spent his crucial, crucial time from his uh, busy schedule, and he he's with us today. Hey guys, what's up? What's up? I hope you guys are doing well. Right. So it's a new episode today. We have a new guest. So Ishan, who's our new guest today? uh we actually have dr kishore datta with us people usually call him as a debonair with mind he has a background of medicine uh, he is basically an md physician with specialization in management he is a trainer coach and mentor by choice he is also an ex consultant with reputed organizations like unicef ministry of youth affairs and sports in new delhi rashtriya swasthya bima yojana and he is presently associated with organizations like rajasthan patrika time institute etc as a coach facilitator and subject expert welcome welcome sir how are you i'm fine fantastic and uh, i hope you guys are also rocking we are absolutely rocking it's a bright morning today yeah what's sunny morning right Here also mm-hmm. so how was how was pandemic for you how was the experience did you learn anything new pandemic was a very mixed bag experience for me i tell you i think most of the professionals would sound the same Mm-hmm. apart from it professionals who have been continued working with their you know all those things if you are a person who is working with human resources if you are in industry of training if you are in industry where you require the presence of uh, you know other person to convey the message properly the industry suffered so right. economically yes there was huge losses incurred but then uh, uh, you know you have uh, every coin has got two sides i feel like that you have a positive and a negative negative is that it did affect me on my revenues but the positive was i improved upon many things first i lost a lot of weight i look in better shape now oh that's second, fantastic <laughs> and the second thing was second thing was actually i uh, always had a longing of doing a course called as neuro linguistic programming nlp so i did the basic practitioner and then i did the masters also from a and a unit a nlp uh, you know uh, uk so oh. this was all on online mode and quite an enriching experience for me so this is what actually what i gained and yes there were certain seminars and all that stuff which happened online mm-hmm. so kind of acquaintance with the online world also right right, right. <laughs> getting familiar with the new getting, digital yes right. yes yes hello sir i'm riddhi and i'm from first year bba hi riddhi nowadays i think time management has been a very big issue for all college students and i think not only college students but everyone else like especially me i have a lot of things to do but whenever i plan and sit the time just runs away or i just end up doing nothing and then i crib at, at the end of the day the kyaaj kuch nahi hua and then and the time table as well but then at the end of the day it's again lying on my table and i'm still thinking hey, let's do it tomorrow now let's let's do it but it never happens so um what do you advise on how to be manage our time well so that's a fantastic question to begin with you know time management uh let me tell you something that we all are kind of procrastinators you know this time management is directly proportional to procrastination you uh, as you said what i can easily get through it that uh, you do prepare the timetable but then what happens you know somehow some things don't motivate you to start on time and things just go on and finally you find that you have wasted certain amount of time a substantial amount of time so that is there with every one of us we need to check it out so how do you check it now the way you check it is to take responsibility of the task what you are going to do first and foremost is you know uh, since you are uh, if i'm not wrong you are in first year bba yes sir right so you are beginning your uh, journey uh, i would say 
the first thing is uh, you know what i suggest to students is learn to say no to what is not necessary now that is a very general term which i'm using but you can you know micro classify it into various things there are so many things which we interact every day and if you value it they might be of such high value which is which has to be done immediately so any such thing you know can which can be avoided should be avoided there has to be priority in your timetable there has to be you know this concept of priority and whatever things are the foremost important you need to solve that first beforehand that means a night before you need to plan out your day you need to write down what all important most important things which are of very high importance which you have to do and execute the plan accordingly what happens is you might skip something because not every time we are able to do 100% of what we have planned so you might suppose for the first attempt you did almost 60% take a diary no i, I won't suggest anything of a notepad or anything take a diary with the help of a pen note down what was the task and what have you done and what is the leftover i mean what you have to do for the next day and just sign it because when you sign it you take the moral responsibility of anything you know physical as well as moral responsibility of anything what happens is we generally don't do it we don't write down things we don't sign in it that means we don't take the authority so you need to learn to take the authority once you take start realizing what is the importance of authority and what is the importance of that moment you will see automatically you are going to you know waste time less just have to become little bit more responsible everything what you said is very good but you know what happens is there are certain distractions which might be you know distracting you so first you need to seclude yourself from things which you feel are exactly distracting you you need to have a well prepared you know a day in advance planner of what you need to do for the day what are the most important tasks according to priority you need to finish them the most difficult one i will suggest you to finish in morning times because you know morning is that time when your brain is hydrated and it's working on its best capacity 80% capacity so that's the oh. best time when you can actually do it you know so if you follow these things i'm sure and don't forget that signing thing at the end of the day before you sleep note down what all things you have done and just take a responsibility by signing and uh, do mention that these things are passed on to the next day that i'll be doing the these things which are left over for the day i'll be doing this thing in priority in the next day right so if you follow this definitely and certain self help books are there like you have a book from brian tracy called the best time to eat the frog so if you wish you can uh, you know go through that book or that synopsis is also available in youtube so you can listen to that also so that that will help you i'm sure in time match. absolutely i wanted to point out on the certain thing that you said ki you know write out the things that you want to do and when you've completed the task just sign it off so i feel like that's the most important thing to do in this whole process because the moment you sign off the thing it gives you some certain uh, you know that kind of satisfaction ki yes i've actually done this so yes that's instant motivation for you to complete the next thing in the next task as well so that's a very great thing to and a very important one as well right i'll keep all of these things in mind and next time i'm going to complete all my tasks <laughs> do, yes, do, do keep me updated okay if it's possible do keep me updated that whether things have improved or not i also want to know <laughs> Sure, absolutely now talking about you know a uh, time management there's also something called goal setting as you said that you know uh, you know you have to set the priority things that you want to do do those in the morning but then how do we actually understand as to like what are those things like how do we set those goals and how to go set goals small goals to be specific and uh, you know uh, in the end work towards them right um ishan i would like to mention that i am not a very strict believer of goals okay Fine. so but i have something related i have something related i you know uh, believe in the uh, thought process of james clear 
and uh, he has written a book called as atomic habits uh, okay, sure. you might have you might i have, have this on my desk right now <laughs> yes so i sincerely believe that you know it is the system which you create mm-hmm. right that helps you out and what's that system that system is nothing but you know a huge goal which has been broken into smaller parts and smaller smaller achievable goals have been made so mm-hmm. basically the crux of that book was improve on every segment 1% and you will see that there is a huge improvement in total so that is what i feel should be you know individually applied to our own lives also because so many factors are there before reaching your final goal there are so many small miniature goals which you have to actually you know um, uh, give some importance and generally what happens is you know or i'll, I'll give you an example uh, mm-hmm. generally with class 12 students i have seen yeah. uh, i want to become an air force pilot fine it is written in the wall i want to become an air force pilot i wish to drive that aircraft in full throttle you know i want to be an ace this that written in complete in every space it is written so that there is a constant motivation reminder but right. then right what are you doing for it before nda 3 months before you get that sensation that it's only 3 months left and i have to prepare it then you are starting to buy up an arihant guidebook for you know uh, how to appear for nda or what is a model question paper of nda you are preparing that time mm-hmm. you haven't given any stress to physical you know development that because definitely there is going to be a serious physical part of it you haven't uh, paid any importance to that uh if you break down how you achieve that goal of becoming an air force pilot you'll see that there are several several small steps that mm-hmm. you need to identify when you need to do the extra study for it uh is are you going to do it for your own or in your own capacity or will you take some external help what are the have you taken out the reference books what you're going to refer have you actually purchased them so there has to be a small goal and the action corresponding to it right uh, you know you should have the capacity of breaking down the things because everything involves a path mm, absolutely you know nothing is directly everything involves a path and since we all are humans nothing is achieved overnight right so we need to break down things into achievable sections regularly achieve them and the most important thing ishan i would love to mention is reward yourself once you have achieved what you had planned because okay. once you reward yourself then your motivation keeps you going further all right so another follow up question here like uh, rewarding myself like uh, i am very much keen into gaming right but then i know that you know if i uh, sit for gaming i'll waste about two two hours straight away so how do i actually know like what's the right reward for me this is a very specific question i know but then it makes me confused every time and then i end up just buying a chocolate and not get satisfied with the reward <laughs> yeah, actually uh, Yeah. let me tell you something um uh, i stand against the thought process that gaming will damage anything you know there are people uh, many people who say that you know if you are there into gaming and that and then that wastes your time and all but i would mm-hmm. say that it sharpens your cognitive process i just have a different thought because i started exploring gaming during this pandemic time and i felt oh. my reflexes getting sharper yes so <laughs> but then it, this comes with a um, uh, with with a statutory warning actually Mm-hmm. and you have yourself uh, you know mentioned about that warning that uh, you are a kind of person who tends to get involved deeply into it once exactly. you know begin so right. why don't you write this thing up why don't you write this thing up in front of you somewhere which is visible to you in full scale mm-hmm. right that one of my weaknesses if i start playing a game i get deeply involved in it and just a follow up line that it won't be happening now oh fine take out a break go for one or two slots of game if you are mm-hmm. playing anything like you know uh, a like couple of rounds basically yeah a couple of rounds it will how much i think so five five minutes something is one in mm-hmm. on average okay right. so how much it will take not more than 15 20 minutes that's a good reward if you feel Absolutely. rejuvenated if you feel mm-hmm. rejuvenated with this task this is the best task for you 
Okay. Right. That's the best reward. Now, most important thing is, uh, you know what, Ishan? Now, mm -hmm. you guys are there in the college, rather I would say university. Mm -hmm. And uh, there has to be a kind of seriousness, uh, you know, in approach towards life. Yeah. Uh, there has to be taking certain responsibilities. And the best part which I'm talking, which I'm, you know, realizing talking to you guys is you have a realization of what is the shortcoming. So once you have that relation, half of the battle is won. Half of the battle is only what you are doing to mend your ways, how you're improving upon. And that can be done easily, you know, that can be done easily. That is not a Herculean task. Just a small bit of determination and you would be able to do it. You need a dose of motivation for this. Mm -hmm. So keep yourself motivated. Always have certain figures who are really successful in life and whom you idealize uh, somewhere near you. The story is somewhere near you. Right. Just go through them. Just go through them and see the kind of dedication they have faced. You know, they have actually shown the kind of difficulties they have faced to achieve success. They never mm -hmm. had a chance of, you know, playing any game or anything like that. But still they succeeded. So right. if you are reminded of these stories, there is an automatic control or a governor which arrives inside you. And you are bound to do well because we all are humans. And the necessary nature of humans is improvement. That's a great thought. Noted, sir. Thanks a lot for this one. So, so how do we figure out what we are actually good at? And how can we pursue that in our life? Because sometimes you think that you're not good at anything. And then sometimes you're like, oh, I'm good at everything. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so what is the best way to follow your passion or to find where you fit in? Okay. I'll give, a, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give an example of myself. Because I know myself better than anybody else. And I think if I give my own example of how I followed my passion and converted into a profession, that would be something which would be more, you know, nearby uh, your lives. Right. It's like, uh, let me tell you that uh, um, I am basically an MD physician. So I have done uh, medicine, right? And uh, uh, the rightful path for me would have been anything which is treating uh, patients. It wouldn't have been counseling. And until and unless I do think of psychiatry, it wouldn't have been counseling or mentoring or coaching or anything like that. But uh, the present day work profile which I have is nothing related with medicine. It's more or less of counseling, more or less of coaching and mentoring. So how did this change happen? Well, this happened because, you know, I had a realization after spending almost seven to eight years in medical schooling, I had a very strange realization that this is not the cup of the tea which I wanted. This is not what I wanted to do. And this came out very late, actually. Mm -hmm. So it was like a blackout for me. What to do now? For two months almost, I was like, you know, having zero thoughts. Everything got stationary. Nothing was moving. Nothing was dynamic. But then suddenly, there was one day that thought, which actually, you know, uh, let me concentrate on my strengths. We all have got certain strengths. Absolutely. And while I was concentrating on my strengths, I just evaluated which part of mine is dominative, which part of mine is no, what I do the most, what I'm good at, what people appreciate. I feel I'm good at, it's okay, but is there anything which people appreciate? Is there anything which people, you know, uh, come and uh, sometimes, you know, kind of applaud me for or anything like that? Yes, I could find out one strength of mine that was there and it was basically public speaking. It was basically communication skills. Fine. So I started concentrating on that and what can be done next? How can I enrich my, this passion more so that it becomes a rewarding thing in my life? That piece. That means I get a satisfaction as well as I get some economic benefit out of it. And the best thing which I could found out was I should move towards training. So I initiated with training. I started with training and I entered into a course of Dale Carnegie and became a certified training with a training partner with Dale Carnegie. Uh, and then the story began. You start with training, you start training students, and then slowly you move towards corporates. And then you have a change shift towards mentoring. And then for once this mentoring thing begins, you venture into coaching. 
So this is how you tend to, uh, what are the steps? First is to realize what is your situation. Second, what are you good at? What do you love to do at any time? Third, are people appreciating your decision? Are people appreciating what you have found out? Do have, have people any time appreciated that? Fourth, is it going to provide you any kind of compensation? That is, you know, um, in the sense of uh, economics. If all right. things are, if all things are going, then just go ahead and give a try. Right. So it will be like a process of mutiny first because you are breaking through your, you know, traditional design path and you are venturing into something which is like following your passion. And there are going to be people who will be kind of trying to suppress you saying that this is very wrong. We didn't actually ask this thing to happen. We never thought this thing to happen and such things will be happening. But it is your grace and your determination which should have that necessary power to subdue these things and keep on because you have found out your passion and by God, if you are working towards your passion, success is never far away. Success is always nearby you because success tends to find you if you have found out your passion and you are working towards it. Yes, sir. The thing is there, you know, that there is a, uh, which, uh, a new funda which is coming up. Uh, almost what I have said, it's similar to that. And you can go through those self-help books of you know, Japanese way of living, Ikagai. That is also a very uh, potent way of finding out uh, what exactly your passion is, right? So you can uh, go through that also. That's a very helpful advice. Thank you, sir. Thanks a lot. Uh, hello, sir. This is Chandra Shankar Design. I am in my oh. second year of BBA and in my okay. So yeah, okay. I have a few questions uh, to ask about about life in general. But then my oh. like uh, the question that's been like I've been worried for a lot of time right now is that uh, is it better to be a jack of all trades or rather you need to focus on one oh. niche of skills? Because as a student, okay. you would tend to try everything. Which comes on your way, but then you you actually don't know, you actually can't realize that if you're actually good at it. Fine, 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 fine. So yeah, you know what? Uh, this is one thing which is, uh, you know, generally which is asked by many people that do I need to be good in everything, or you know, kind of a master of one thing? Now let me tell you something that uh, times have changed a bit nowadays, especially if you are enrolled in an institution which specializes in management related courses like yours. Uh, the ultimate question which I ask management students is what will you gain post your education? What will you become post your education? They have got various other thoughts. You know, they say that I'll become a financial analyst. I'll become this and that and everything. Fine, fine, fine. That all is accepted. But you know what a person becomes is an excellent salesman. I know. I might offend some people saying that uh, how can he say, how can he claim that people tend to become salesmen? Well, let me elaborate that. You see people who are pass outs from good B schools or some university which is, you know, specializing with uh, business studies and uh, all that stuff, commerce. You see that they at a point are working with an automobile company. Immediately they have shifted to a large uh, conglomerate like Cipla or Renbaxi, pharmaceuticals, I mean to say. Then you might see them uh, you know, campaigning for the cause of K-Dine Vajra, which is a joint defense production between South Korea and India. So right. it's a world which is, you know, dotted and which is very much nearby. Everything is nearby. And what is expected is you should know something about everything. Right? Old concept was to be a master of one thing. Yes, there are master of people. There is a person who does an excellent motor rewinding. What is he doing? He's an assistant in a shop floor. Right. He might be a supervisor. Not more than that. But if you want to actually excel out, you need to be a good orator, good speaker. You need to have excellent communication skills. You need to be a person with good strategy. You need to be a person with good implementation process. You need to be a person who is keen on monitoring his actions and taking on feedback and so on. 
so it's always better to be what i feel personally okay is to be a master of many things not necessary uh, you know knowledge of many things not necessary that you are uh, going to be the master of everything but you should have certain amount of knowledge of many things and that makes you most well informed person and believe me this world values who are more informed right for sure I hope this uh, is a satisfactory answer for the question. Definitely, for sure. So, in this, so in the, while you were speaking, you said you mentioned this fact about you need to be a good monitor. You need to have public speaking skills. But for for a person like me who is maybe introvert, how do I, you know, start the process of you know speaking to people and in front of a public? Right now, uh, what I generally coach my students regarding this matter is, uh, you know, you need to have a part. Uh, th this is this is not this is not very easy and this is not very difficult. This lies somewhere in between. You know that there is a term uh, related with fear of public speaking, which we call as glossophobia. Glossophobia is the fear of tongue, basically. Tongue means kya bolun, kya nahi bolun, pata nahi, kya nikal jai muse, and all that thoughts. Mm -hmm. yes. so preconceived notions and thoughts. Now, how to fight them up? Fine, whatever I am, I'm an introvert, I'm an uh, ambivert, whatever. I won't consider, I would keep it anywhere nearby in my thought process. Let me remove it first. That's my task is to, I have to deliver a speech. Okay. I need to be prepared and I need to take a time of at least three days of preparing a good speech. Now, why I'm telling you three days because first you will draft out something, then you will cut to the bone, then you will add on maybe something else. And in three days, there is going to be a kind of a slight improvement every day whenever you practice. Maybe the first day you are just reading things out. Yeah. And the second day you gain a little bit more confidence. And in the third day, everything is in a flow. It might not match what you have written, but you are speaking it in a flow. Now, when you are practicing it, again, you need to do a lot of mirror talk. You need to do a lot of recording yourself. Okay. And what is my advice is that you know that you have to speak something in front of people and you know that beforehand. Okay. Why don't you visit that place at least 30 minutes prior or maybe one hour earlier? Maybe that hall is empty. And if you find the hall empty, step up, climb up the ladder, go to the podium and check yourself. What is the best comfortable place where you stand? Have a look. Have a complete look of, of the capacity of the crowds which is there. And then you need to imagine. You need to visualize. Remember this term, visualization is very important. Whenever you are trying to overcome any of the specified limitation of your thoughts or physicality, then visualization comes like a very handy tool. Visualize what is going to be a full hall. Visualize that people are looking at you with a lot of you know enthusiasm, that you are going to impart something knowledgeable which is of their use. Visualize that what you have said is excellent and people are applauding and keep that picture framed in your mind. And then you start with your, uh, you know, lecture or your speech. You see, post visualization, you will have a complete different scenario of how you deal with people. Another important thing is in this, this is, this is one of my favorite topics. Another important thing is what should be your eye gesture? What should be mm. your, you know, how, where should you look? Because what happens is, Whenever I interview introverts, they say that it seems like everybody's eyes are so inquisitive on me that everyone is trying to dig up on me. Everyone is trying to, you know, uh, kind of, you know, everyone is watching me. I'm the center of attraction. First, let me accept that, yes, I'm the center of attraction today. Right. Yes, yeah. I'm going yes. to deliver a thing which these people don't know. Mm -hmm. And one thought, one look, select few faces all around the crowd. As you start speaking, look at one person, finish off that talk. Look at the second person, somewhere, you know, maybe three rows behind, finish that talk. Another one, finish that talk, and you will see that you have covered the 360 degrees. You have covered almost, not 360, 180. Right. Some maths, 180. <laughs> you are covering that. 
and it will seem absolutely natural because the what the crowd sees what is the perception of the crowd is you are looking towards them but in actual thing what you're doing is you're focusing on one person and you are trying to keep yourself your eyes moving because you're shifting the focus one by one with one thought finished you are moving your uh, you know focus towards another one so that covers the complete crowd and if you apply this technique two things visualize have a very good speech prepared visualize and when you start speaking try this technique of one thought one look because generally what happens a speech or anything which you want to deliver on stage has got around four to five parts so there can be four to five looks on four to five different people and that is going to cover up the complete crowd and you'll see that it began and it ended at a tempo at a pace right so no disturbance at all you haven't forgotten anything you haven't been overcome by your innate fears which have generally disturbed you you know shaking legs nothing of breathe up and down and all everything is under your control and once it is done then you come down it's actually party time for you i wish uh, you should apply this and if there is any improvement please do keep me informed for sure sir thank you so much sir so not only introverts many times extroverts face fear and face something like social anxiety where they know they can talk to people but then they are not able to talk that openly or they fear that what the other person might think so okay. what can be done in these cases um now let me tell you something that uh, we as such are born with two innate fears only but what psychology says we have two fears from childhood and what are those two fears first one is the fear of sound and the second one is fear of falling from a height there isn't any third fear at all all other fears are induced in the life process all other fears are <coughs> you know like wo ek excuse me if i'm using vernacular you know jab chote bacche ko jab chalna seekhta hai and he has a tendency of you know kind of a facing towards some room or somewhere you know and it's generally dark that you have uh, you haven't switched on the light and the, what will the child do it tends to hide itself somewhere in that room and all that stuff you know they enjoy and what you will be saying to the child nahi 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 wahan mat jana nahi jana kyun nahi jana kyunki wahan pe bhoot hai and all that stuff so what you have done is you have induced the fear of dark now whatever fear you are having has been induced into life by some or other such purpose some or other such you know process so try to first thing is try to identify your fear what is that fear what actually makes you uh, you know feel not very normal if you identify right. that now next step is have a scale of 1 to 5 rate that fear according to 1 to 5 is it that which has actually shaken you up or is it still manageable now once you name the fear once you number the fear this has to be done internally right aap kisi ke samne bol ke nahi kar rahe internally aap soch rahe ho fine and once you are doing it what will happen is you know there is a pear shaped small gland which is called as amygdala that is getting hijacked the amygdala is a center which has got immediate response fine and that immediate response thing is uncontrolled so that is getting hijacked because amygdala cannot understand language cannot understand numbers so if this number and language you are using so these thought processes are directly going to your cerebral cortex of brain not to the pear shaped small gland amygdala so it is not controlling you anymore which is the cause of fear right of any unresponsive or any sudden action Absolutely. so what will happen is now your actions are going to be absolutely controlled let me take an example uh there is someone who is a referee to you maybe in job or in, and you really fear that person okay 
and that person has called you for a meeting and there is something urgent he wants to talk with you and in solidarity i mean it's uh, in solitude that means uh, separately and then you start fearing what is he, he or she going to tell me is there any strict action they are going to take first stop thinking about what will happen start living in the present okay nothing will happen what is happening what has to happen will happen nothing will happen bad everything is manageable in life second once you visit that person's room and the other person asks you okay please take seat just visualize what is the feeling just think of what is the feeling you are having all right i'm having a kind of fear with this person why am i having this fear because i really fear the kind of you know the strict uh, uh, strictness of his body language and the firmness of his defense voice and all that stuff you know that is what i fear okay is it the maximum he can make me frightened no it is somewhere too he has more capacity he could go to three levels more he's not like that now okay fine and then you see once you start talking with that person you have a confidence and uh, no more of that thought which was actually worrying you because what you have done is you have successfully successfully overpowered any terror and now you are thinking properly with the help of your cerebral cortex which is actually taking out the right cognitive you know impulses which are needed somebody is asking you something you are answering back properly you are not stammering you are not forgetting things you are not you are not sweating you know all these things are not happening so try out this and this will help and uh, uh, sincere advice to all stop which is called as mom mom means magnification of minimum stop doing that you know a little bit context on this one what does this actually mean mom mom is magnification of minimum got okay. it Mm-hmm. magnification of minimum well, let, let me tell you how mm-hmm. uh, you have posted a video okay right and what you see is there are almost 35 comments fine mm-hmm. and the 35 comments 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 16 comments are absolutely positive and supportive to you right. other comments are also good but in between the 25th comment says you better shut your camera off and start doing productive work this thing doesn't suit you mm-hmm. that comes from some you know xyz kind of id star boy or somebody right now what you do is you leave all those positives and you start focusing on that and you tend to search that star boy who that star boy is you might even give calls to people saying that do you have any friend who is called as you know who is nicknamed the star boy or something like that right not mm-hmm. so silly but mm-hmm. what you are doing is you are magnifying the minimum that minimum you never invited that person to come and comment right right every other persons require your expertise on that matter he feels uncomfortable he should leave exactly why bother why bother about it exactly right? So these things are certain tips and tricks which I would definitely love to suggest you students that you know keep these things handy so that you're living your life stress free because you know nowadays one thing you get for free and that is stress mm-hmm. and it seems like everything is stressing you you know there is some fear with some professor there is something you start fearing someone go and talk straight you express your feeling that you know I have a kind of a negative feeling because I feel like you're going to bash me up and why do I have this feeling. I'm sure the other person will be surprised to know that, and he is going to be the politest one on earth and talk to you straight away. Why do you feel like that? Yeah. And you feel comfortable. Face the fear. That's yes. only. Hope the answers are satisfactory with you, people. I mean, they are of some use to you. Okay. Yes. So, yes. Yes. I will be loving it. I'm loving it. <laughs> so for us students, it's very, very difficult to just focus on our studies or maybe our career when we have everything around us. Like we're staying in a hostel, we have friends around us, we have a lot of distractions. So how do you think like we should ensure a balance in our work and our personal life? All right. Now, um, see, uh, one of the biggest coin word nowadays, which is being used by senior executives and everywhere, even in recruitment processes and companies, most of it is we have the perfect work-life balance. Okay. Now, that is what is applicable in your lives also. 
it's hectic i can understand you know it's hectic because there are lectures uh, there are presentations you need to prepare for the presentation and it's not one presentation come on it must be around three four presentations and you Absolutely. have to do it right yeah, I, yeah. I, I can share the feelings because i've also suffered the same i did my uh, kind of two years pgdm so so i can also feel the pain but then you know what is the best thing out is please be organized first please be organized because um you know that there is a particular amount of productive hours of yours where you actually work and learn how to utilize those hours you know to the maximum benefit yeah uh, what can help you out in this is there is a technique there is something called as mindfulness okay right? now mindfulness means what doing one work at one time try hmm. practicing this and you will see that your success rate gets quite increased the work which you do has actually the speed gets doubled rather tripled i would say and you are able to accommodate more work at certain time and then you have got certain time to relax also which is very necessary because once you land down you know with your bag and everything and you reach your dorm or your home that particular time is yours you should disconnect with rest all activities whatever has happened throughout the day right. at least for few hours you should tend to disconnect because you know all the time work and all the time clouded thoughts of that is going to create nothing but a clutter and that clutter will lead towards nervous breakdown so yeah. get organized remember you are human don't focus on getting all a grades every time believe me those who are always toppers tend to be droppers right yes yes right i i might be wrong so i i i feel like some people might prove me wrong but this is what i have seen this is what i've seen so uh, and learn to say no to many things which are unnecessary in your life and by god please enjoy your life that means take out some time uh, i was talking with college students you know and they were like sir bahut zindagi se pareshan hai kya kare bataiye ghar mein bhi daatte hain wahan professor daatta hai wo aisa hota hai waisa hota hai i said i said ladakh and they were like okay i said have you ever planned any trip for that have you ever ventured out like they were like no then what are you doing go out take a break live your life explore because only studies won't help you you need to know something more about your surroundings about your culture the place where you live you need to interact with people take a break because you require it your body requires it your mind process requires it you cannot be monotonous we humans are not meant to be monotonous so for god's sake stop being monotonous take proper breaks and don't justify that you know that are maine itna kar liya tha isliye maine break liya nahi hmm. that's not required that is necessary part just like your studies that is also a necessary part so be proud right. you have taken a break ab jaiye bahar ghumiye camping kijiye kisi jagah pe aap jaiye and try to use the minimum of things which are available to you learn to you know feel the hardships aajkal to backpacking ka zamana hai you have seen so many travelers actually doing that so try to explore that thing i'm really i'm really you know what uh, i'll tell you i'm really inspired by one person for this matter there is a, a blog in youtube uh, called as itchy boots okay. and uh, i don't know whether you guys have seen that or not but uh, she is a professional she is a professional from holland her name is kerali and she rides a royal enfield himalayan and the funny part is the name of that royal enfield himalayan is basanti and oh. she has yes and she has taken that uh, bike and she has gone out for a ride i think she has completed her world over ride and she started with so difficult places like you know afghanistan iran and all those places which are not traditionally the path of travelers and being a girl she did it and it was a huge experience for mm-hmm. her huge experience learning experience for her and i think she is a software professional somewhere in holland rotterdam if i'm not wrong and wow. uh, once she backs once she returns back she is going to be a super person even in work and a more informed person so do take breaks don't feel guilty that you have taken some break it is your need okay 
लो ब्रेक्स लो और अपना काम करो स्टिक टू योर टाइम टेबल्स क्रिएट अ गुड टाइम टेबल इफेक्टिव टाइम टेबल एंड यू सी दैट यू नो यू आर हैविंग अ गुड वर्क लाइफ बैलेंस विद यू राइट राइट Okay, so now moving on to the questions related to friendships and relationships in college. Okay. So we all face uh, issues with our friendships. Sometimes they're like, "Nay, ye nee ban, ye banda achcha nee hai, ye bandi achchi nee hai." So I just want to. Ha ha ha. Because you know, we end up having uh, toxic friendships and everything. So how do we deal with these problems in college? Since they affect literally everything about our life. So how do we deal with these problems in college? Since they affect literally everything about our life. कॉलेज सिंस दे अफेक्ट लिटरली एवरीथिंग हम अपने दोस्तों के साथ कॉलेज में हैं तो जो वो करेंगे वो हमें बहुत इंपैक्ट बनाएगा तो हाउ डू आई 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 एंटिसिपेटेड दिस थिंग दैट देयर इज गोइंग टू बी अ क्वेश्चन ऑन हाउ टू डील विद टॉक्सिक यू नो रिलेशंस दैट माइट अफेक्ट अस वेल लेट मी टेल यू व्हाट इज अ टॉक्सिक रिलेशन टॉक्सिक इज अ पॉइजनस रिलेशन व्हिच हैज गॉट अ कैपेसिटी टू अफेक्ट योर इंटरनल एज वेल एज एक्सटर्नल लाइफ फाइन एंड यू हैव सिंस नेम्ड इट टॉक्सिक मींस इट्स creating certain troubles so i'll be actually you know recommending you something uh, of a work from a american psychologist uh, maclemore what he recommends you know, he recommends kind of try to make a scale of toxicity of that person whom you are connected what is the scale so it begins with productive relationship and the end part is toxicity how many times you see him crossing the midline how many times you see his repeated actions that are unbalancing you how many times you are seeing that his or her action is actually you know creating troubles to you if it is more if it is suppose 7 times out of 10 this is definitely a toxic relationship this is affecting you and believe me this will affect you in the sense it will begin with stress turn towards anxiety and finally lead towards depression so what to do now first tell the person how you feel you said that you are close to the person and the person might be you know a kind of discomforting kind of person so tell how you feel and see you know uh, what is the reaction sometimes what happens is people might not be aware of their actions there are you know there are certain kind of people there are some aggressive talkers of the all talking styles you know that there are passive speakers there are aggressive aggressive speakers and then there are assertive speakers right so there might be a person with the characteristics of being an aggressive speakers aggressive speakers uh, think very less you know about what other person is feeling so you need to make them realize so if you have realized that person that your such action or such thing is actually affecting me on a negative way he or she might act responsibly all right so what can be the second step set the limits with everyone set the limits there has to be a healthy limit which has not to be crossed okay be very right. assertive in your approach be very assertive in your approach now what is assertion assertive approach means when you tend to protect other person's right as well as simultaneously you are protecting your own rights also that means you're not a person who is submissive neither are you a person who is aggressive so that should be your right approach you know being assertive and uh, you know it's like uh, somebody uh, who might be your boss or your referee is constantly kind of uh, screaming on you this has happened with me actually let me tell you i shouldn't take the name of the person in particular but then uh, uh, at one point of my life i was working with uh, government machinery in uh, uttar pradesh up and uh, i was interacting mostly with the people who are the higher authorities from the health department one person who was there of lucknow very responsible officer very senior doctor 
he had a very bad habit of you know crossing the limits it happened three times fourth time he called me up in a place uh, there in lucknow where all these meetings generally health secretary all these meetings used to take place and he was like you know in a full meeting he said mera man kar raha ki main aapko khidki se fek do now imagine i'll tell you this things happen in life no so better be prepared so uh, the person said like that and everyone was kind of looking at me and then this was uh, fine we have crossed the limit buddy now right, but then what did I, you do actually I, yes i didn't i yeah, didn't, I didn't want to i'll tell you i didn't do i didn't i didn't left or right firing i just said one thing to him you know i said that i don't mind you asking me or even telling me what to do or what you want that is your right and you should do it but i would really appreciate if you can do it respectfully and this i said in front of everyone Okay. <laughs> right and he suddenly realized he suddenly realized that what the way he was speaking it was, was not correct was yeah. not correct was unparliamentary was not required so he auto corrected himself he started you know mera ye kehne ka matlab nahi hai main ye keh raha hu mm-hmm. said, that's a better way i said sir yeah. that's a better way i appreciate it mm. right and this happens this happens i tell you uh, most of us face this kind of situation first thing in foremost is set your limits and be very assertive and remind that person that the way you are talking the way you are speaking is actually hurting me more you know i'm ready to obey to the command what you say because you're senior to me but it doesn't mean that uh, you're going to you know kind of uh, demean me that's not nobody has given you that right okay yeah so and the last would be you know there are two things in last control your responses uh don't be submissive to anyone suppose you know this would be on more kind of relationships where you have someone who is like you know let me take it uh, in a sense that um who's not in officially like that i mean you are kind of in a relationship with someone and the person is um you know he's left or right always placing orders do this thing do that thing and this and that you know, every time you become submissive and you start doing that thing the person will take you for granted so don't be submissive and stop responding to things which you don't feel like right because not necessary absolutely not necessary your internal your thought process is not accepting it then why are you going and doing it Absolutely, and yeah. end it if it is not repairable if the relationship is not repairable please for holy lord christ end it because that's going to contribute only depression in your life no need of continuing with it i hope this will suffice the query yes sir yes sir guys i mean you have provided a lot of clarity here with regards to yeah. you know toxicity and how to deal with toxic people in the first place it's very yeah. very uh, you know it's a very important question because a lot of people as you said like they uh, you know try to behave in a uh, in a you know not in the proper manner as you said like in in a very uh, bad uh, this thing but then they do not realize ki you know they're acting in a acting up in a bad way yeah. so that's a very crucial and a, you know it's it's a very sticky situation here so, <laughs> right sir all of us go through it absolutely absolutely so, so- talking more about relationships sir like let's just say in that in a hypothetical situation uh, if i am not able to give all of my time to my significant other as in my partner right so does that mean that in any way that i am less understanding because my partner here has done a lot for me by supporting me and you know uh, always give uh, enough time but then in a case that i haven't you know provided my time or something like that so what advice do you have for me here Okay now let me tell you that uh, if you are uh, kind of close with someone then definitely there are three things which are there first mm-hmm. one is acceptance second one is trust and the third one is support right right so this is what you get when you search about things now we're coming down to the practical things 
there is nothing called you are not faithful to the other person and uh, you have to be grateful for the other person because he has done so many things for you you have also done many things for the other person because mm-hmm. if the person continues to do something good for you means definitely he or she is getting something good response from your side right your presence is making the other person happy so now what can be what can be the solution to this you've heard of the word called as carpe diem enjoy the moment enjoy the time okay yes absolutely so once you are with that person make that person feel special and live to the moment don't distract yourself with office work or anything at that time right. and be very clear with the person that you know fine i am leading such kind of life where i have sincerities which i have to follow i have commitments which i have to do these are professional commitments and i cannot part away with them Mm. and if i part away with them it's going to be you know bad for me and consequently for you also so right. make that thing clear and because trust is one thing that i've told you which is most important in any kind mm-hmm. of relationship if you don't have trust there is zero relationship trust actually builds up the consistency factor so that trust is developed because other person keeps on you know as you framed the question i could guess that other person keeps on doing things because there is trust the other person knows that you are faithful to the person just express that sometimes people need pampering all right right so some pampering will be decent enough absolutely sir i hope that uh, answers the question whoever the person uh, asked this so coming to the main highlight of our episode uh, we have many questions regarding competitive exams and i know this okay. is your forte <laughs> so it would be really helpful <laughs> you uh, i was actually focusing more on you know the lifestyle questions which students have because right you know okay. you get this competitive kind of thing uh, question answers everywhere any uh, option you will get this mm-hmm. for sure Yeah. Uh but then yes please uh, you know um, definitely go on with the questions what are the there right 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 absolutely so uh, you know uh, as i was saying like it would be really helpful for our students if you could tell them what are the various types of competitive exams that they can give and uh, with regards to the new upcoming career opportunities for bba and bcom graduates as well okay uh, as far as uh, new uh, uh, options for bba and bcom graduates is concerned right right, right. now um well you always have two or three choices which are there with you Mm-hmm. uh first choice is that uh, what exactly you need to do is uh, either you can go in for something if you think like i need to specialize right so you think like still my knowledge level is not up to the mark i will fetch in something more lucrative if i specialize a bit more mm. and go in for a mba okay. going for a mba going for a, uh, anything which is a specialization mm-hmm. otherwise you have some very good product options very good options which are available for you now uh some new options which are oftenly discussed you know and i also happen to you know kind of listen to them listen to various experts who are speaking all the time on career new career advice mm-hmm. and all that right. is um you know there is a, nowadays it's a world of uh, artificial learning and uh, you know artificial intelligence and machine learning right. so ai and ml has come up in a huge way and uh, uh, what you can become is if you are a bit number savvy mm-hmm. then there is an excellent career of becoming a data scientist now okay. becoming a data scientist is not only meant for the techy guys no not needed engineering background or anything like that right. no 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 not i believe there is a misconception about that as well huge misconception yeah, yeah. it is something which is you know which is where you gain insight from structured and unstructured data and uh, what actually it helps it helps to take better decisions and develop plans and accordingly execute a product right so this is a very important thing which you can actually go in for so the minimum level which you can go in is a pg uh, certificate in data science fine so there are n number of options available for this if you search pg certificate for data science you'll get a lot many options and what you are doing to do here is you are utilizing certain techniques or tools like uh, you have ms excel of course as a you know this uh, funda is so important ms excel actually i am also learning it 
very powerful tool very powerful yeah. tool then you have python uh, you are uh, you are learning something about statistics and uh, you know uh, there is something called as mysql uh, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and uh, what all things can you become post it you can become a, basically a data analyst you can become a data scientist right? okay and what's going to be the average salary it's like 6 to 8 lakhs per annum that okay. is for a fresher and the seniors can fetch somewhere around 17 lakhs per annum also so that's a lucrative career which can you know which can be seriously thought of other portion can be going for some kind of competitive exam if you wish like you want to really contribute to the existing government system go for upsc or state psc because okay. you see nowadays uh, a lot many bba students are opting for it so big reason why bba people go and opt for it is because you've got a conceptual clarity and your study pattern is like that you know you tend to understand things grasp things better than might be other graduates Okay. And uh, uh, there is one thing more with BBA people. That is a professional course, so you are more occupied, you know, in one. So you have got a tendency of uh, kind of sitting and doing something more. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of that assiduousness is there. So that is one quality which is required in UPSC. All right. And this sir. is also important. This is also important. Okay. This is good actually. You know, so this is one option which you can opt for. Um, <laughs> definitely, there are other examinations like banking and all. So banking, I would say that uh, you know people tend to say, what should I go for, bank or CAT, MAT? I'll say that bank preparation is automatically done if you are preparing for CAT. Uh, it's almost the same. In fact, uh, CAT is the uh, toughest one. Uh, so if you are prepared for CAT, you are automatically getting prepared for banking also. So nothing of a, nothing of a special worry. You can definitely attempt for banking if you have prepared for CAT. You can go in for banking, or especially for banking also, you can you can start your preparations. Uh, you can become a digital marketer nowadays this concept is gaining huge popularity because everyone wants to have their own digital presence right, and uh, if you are yeah. if you are there uh, you know uh, you can share the cake by doing a post graduation certificate in digital digital marketing and communication right so yeah. this is basically what you are doing here is uh, you are using uh, basically the seo and sem that is search engine optimization and search engine marketing Right. and uh, what is the result yeah. is enhanced visibility of the client right so this is one mm-hmm. good thing and many people subscribe to it so um, basically i have a personal experience of this once i finished up with my own web page mm-hmm. okay. i was approached by several people whom i had no contact absolutely in fact uh, most of them were based in america they were oh. like we have checked your domain and it sounds good but it's not getting the responses mm-hmm. as you would feel like so allow us to handle it and this and that yeah now see how okay. fast this world has become how fast this world is yeah. i never demanded anything from that nation and people from there are actually you know approaching uh, and this is one very lucrative because you know there are n number of people who have their communication handles you know uh, handed over to someone who is smart enough to handle it most right, of the right. people, most of the people yeah. you see in media they have things managed by someone so uh, so that's the thing i mean that's one thing which is very genuine and you can go with that because you guys are people who have got enhanced communication right then other right. people so that communication skills actually helps here and some technology of course is going to help you then you can become one thing which people generally don't uh, i don't know why people neglect and not seeing there uh, this is a career of becoming a product manager now who okay. is a product manager product manager is one who handles the product planning and execution does the base work as well as strategizes the thinking of how are we going to implement that particular product as also as input a say in what should be the project product you know so he has in partnership with the engineers in partnership with other stakeholders of a company so the average salary here is actually you know for a fresher 7 to 8 lakhs and uh, 16 17 would be for a senior professional and you are one of the most important people in the company 
So this is one thing which is very important and certain tools which you use here are like you know, Balsamic is a tool, then Marvel is a tool and uh, you have Google Analytics and Mixpanel. These things you are basically taught how to use them and you utilize these things to forecast the survivability of a product and how to introduce a product and related executions. Okay, so this is also one thing good here. Also, there is a PG certificate uh, which can be done in product management. A very and, short query here. So sorry to interrupt. Uh, uh, is this uh, anything? Is this like somewhat related to project management and stuff? Uh, yes, very okay. much, very okay. much, very much related with that. Little bit different uh, because mm -hmm. project management has its own focus. It's on main, more or less like you know completion of the project and all. This right. one is dealing with a product. So I don't think so much of a difference at all. Uh, it's like fine. You can say 16, 17, almost That's like right. that. Right. right. So you can right. think of this. Uh, and. Also, uh, Huh. Also, one more thing, sir. Uh, product management, uh, like, isn't this also somewhat? It it kind of overlaps with uh, designing and stuff. No, 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 no. Product Absolutely. designing is you stop your thought process with the conceptualization. You oh, are okay, not okay, okay. looking at the survivability of the product or the life cycle of the product. Oh, okay. You're not going there. Okay. Right. So, so basically, a product manager is one who participates right from the inception to the end of the product. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Fine. Got it, sir. Got it. So, and then there is a uh, jungle Bitcoin. So mm. you can basically <laughs> you know have a certificate or diploma in blockchain program. Right. And uh, you know, blockchain specialists are needed by all corporates and conglomerates nowadays. In coming days, this is going to be like Wi-Fi. So this right. certification, if you are able to gather, is going to be fantastic. And one more, one more I'd like to add. You have a sure. niche of speaking, you have a niche of speaking, you like to train people, you like to mentor people, go for basically a process called as coaching certification go for a training certification start with training start with coaching you know first start with training start uh, training students start training fresh executives on soft skills maybe right and then slowly and steadily venture towards coaching and you'll see it is opening up an absolutely new world new horizon for you and you'll be so satisfied with this but the only requisite here is you should be a person who loves to talk loves to speak right all right sir uh, got it got it another okay. uh, very short follow-up question here sir what are the various job opportunities that uh, you can we can get after completing the acca course so this is more related to the bcom students actually here okay 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 yeah. I, uh, now as far as my understanding goes um, this acc is the international chartered accountant right yeah, yeah, so it's basically association of chartered certified accountants right okay so right. chartered certified accountant and i think this their association started in US somewhere in 1904. So yeah. it's got more than 2 lakh members and 5 lakh students across 180 countries. Now, let me tell you something. This is something which is international, has recently arrived in India, is gaining yeah. popularity in India. So you have a guarantee of job with the international companies, multinationals who are working in India. So the first recruiters would be the big force. Then there are standard KPUs, which deal with financial issues. As you know, India is a girl for all these things. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. Uh, so you get these KPUs also as job providers because you are a person who is in touch with a system which is internationally recognized by 180 countries. Oh, that's including great. India. Yeah, so, yeah. And uh, the better thing is the Indian part, they are trying to incorporate certain Indianness to it, right? Certain special India specific things are being incorporated in it. It is not very costly also. Mm -hmm. You'd be spending hardly two to four lakhs in the complete process. I think it's four lakhs in the highest side. So it's somewhat about that. It is cheaper than other options available. Mm -hmm. It's almost like a range of CNA. Yeah, Fine. exactly. And the roles which you'll be getting is that of a business advisor. You can become a CFO. You can become a con you know credit control manager, funds manager, financial analyst. It is right. like, you know, sky is the limit. Absolutely. So PwC Great. is an employer. KPMG is an employer. Ernest & Young, Deloitte, Tata Communication, Grant Thornton. So many companies are there. Salary starts from 5 to 8 lakhs. 
and gets increased very fast. Not bad to be You cross 10 in, in any moment. Awesome. Okay. So, sir, what is the best time? Is there a best time to start preparing for these competitive exams? GMAT and CAT are two specific things. Let me tell you something like uh, CAT is not involving anything which is complex, but GMAT is involving because you need to prepare an SOP. You need to prepare, uh, uh, you know, you need to prepare your documents. You need to verify your documents. You need to have your passport done. You need to have your correspondences, everything in, in you know, in place. So all these things require minimum four to five months. And then okay. additionally, you require at least five months of preparation. So I'll say okay. it's almost a year for GMAT. Mm -hmm. It would be an year. And as far as CAT is concerned, since we are, a, uh, I'm also belonging to time and uh, kind of a regular referee with this uh, process. So I generally suggest mm -hmm. students that uh, you should spend at least, you know, uh, 18 months, 19 months, 18 months of preparation. Now, I know it is not in accordance with what available information is there. Generally, if you open up any of the pages, they will say three months of preparation dedicated is good enough. Five months is good enough. No, uh, it is good for people who are extraordinarily gifted. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I'll take the example, you know, I'll take example of a normal person uh, because in final year, you don't get much, much chance of uh, going through all this. You have a lot many other complexities also, other things also which are there. So I would always suggest that the third sem is a perfect time then you mm -hmm. can actually start preparing for this exam and take help from if you feel like you can individually prepare well and good. But if you feel like, uh, you know, you need to take some help, go and enroll yourself with any of the good institutions. Why it is good? because it brings out a discipline in your life. Every you know, third day you are attending a class. So there is a kind of a consistency which is developed, you know, and CAT okay. is all about consistency. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I just wanted to ask um, uh, what can be the best ways to prepare for these exams? Uh, see, the best ways to prepare for these exams would be uh, definitely there are two ways in it. First one is either you go in for a self preparation. Now for self preparation, uh, what can be a check? Attempt a mock uh, examination. You know, in fact, okay. uh, for GBAT also mock is available. For CAT, there are several mocks which are available. Attempt for a mock examination and check out what is your level? What have your scores been? If your scores mm -hmm. are something which is quite respectable, I mean, uh, you can still improve upon and, uh, you know, things are very much in your control. I don't think so. You need anybody's special help or any, you know, kind of uh, uh, coaching or anything like that. But if you feel that, uh, no, I would require because, you know, what happens here is these are basically aptitude tests, which are involving a lot of uh, uh, inputs from class 8th, 9th, arithmetic and all. Arithmetic and all. Yeah. And I know I have been a person who is fearing maths. So I know it uh, is not a very easy bag of things to people. So if you yeah. don't have maps with you in background and you feel like you need to take support in that, please don't hesitate. Go out and take support. It can be in form of individual tuitions. It can be in form of a coaching. Now, what is the advantage here is again, I would like to repeat what I was saying in the earlier question that uh, you become kind of regular. You tend to become yeah. regular with it. You know? So that regular uh, regularity is something. And if you are, you know, and you're working out at least three, four days, three, four hours a day, taking out three, four hours for this preparation. Uh, nobody is stopping you. Nobody is yes. stopping you. You are definitely going to qualify. Okay, sir. Right. Chani, so, you uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, so, sir, the next question which I am about to ask you is like uh, we've got a lot of responses about this question, and then I feel that it's very you know specific. It it it's very uh, it changes to person to person. How like okay. the lifestyle the person is living, the aim that person mm. have in their in their future in their career. Mm. So the mm. thing is. Do we directly go for CAT or maybe any any MBA 
course after graduation uh-huh. after undergraduation or uh-huh. do we just get you know get a proper experience of 2 3 years and let's see how how we like to uh, you know sink in the job and then okay see how it goes i got it i got it then there is an angle of entrepreneurship also yes yes yes, yes. right because that is ever present that is always there and nowadays it is very popular okay fine let me take up this question like this now it is absolutely an individual decision based on your present time requirements that what you do yeah, it is possible to be an entrepreneur if you have the skill set corresponding to becoming an entrepreneur it is possible to continue and go in for a doctoral degree or for an mba if you have a good support system which is working for you if you are financially independent there is a support system which is working for you and you feel that you are not going to create any trouble for anyone especially in family because you know i would never advise anyone to venture out in something which is you know which is going to trouble somebody else right absolutely yes it is not advisable it is not advisable because there are other options also available which if you sincerely follow you can reach the same heights as a person who has done direct mba right fine so depending on the economic situation i'd say depending on your inclination also if you wish like consolidating your knowledge and working with a firm suppose you've got a good call post bba and i'm sure you guys will get a call from deloitte or pwc what is the need of going for anything else if you're there at deloitte or ernest young start working right. with them 2 3 years 4 years 5 years with them will make you a diplomat right and enough mm-hmm. money you will have that any time you want to take a sabbatical take a sabbatical and go in for an mba right fine so mm-hmm. this can be one option right the other option is right. you have done extraordinarily good in your school you have done very good in your bba and you still have that tempo running up you know that zeal motivation is still alive in you and you want to ride the tide and you want to finish up this mba thing at one scoop wo bhi acha there you are going to directly be placed into some senior position but then again jo condition kya hai ki aapka background bahut first class hona chahiye 10th 12th ka aapka college ka run bahut smooth hona chahiye aur aapke andar wo motivation aur zeal rahe you should not be a dead person in response you know padhna hai jana hai ye thought nahi hona chahiye be energetic higher karna hai i need to do this thing aap if you have started doing that go for an mba go for a cat exam or a gmat or anything which you feel like you know cmat maybe zat maybe go for it makes a lot of sense ha i'm sure you will get the success but if you feel like things are like you know standing as impediment in front of you hmm. because sometimes what happens is 10th attractive nahi hai 12th attractive nahi hai bbi achhi jagah se kar liye koi baat nahi acche numbers se pass ho gaye got through in deloitte worked in deloitte and that creates a mafi for all past things right 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 absolutely right yeah right i hope everybody is agreeing with me in this point so these are the considerations yeah. which you should have generally it's a time taking decision in hastily mat lo खुद एक डिसीजन लो अपने नियर अबाउट से पूछो आपके कोई मेंटर है तो उनसे पूछो ठीक है एक इनपुट्स फ्रॉम अदर पीपल एंड देन डिसाइड योरसेल्फ व्हाट टू डू exactly sir as you said like uh, in today's world uh, nobody is really restricted to how much you scored in your 12th grade so it, it's totally depending upon you know what skills you actually have and how good can you make your skills uh, work yes. for others right absolutely Right. So, sir, um, when it comes to these exams, um, what can be the last-minute preparation that can be done? Last-minute preparation is only the traditional thing, which every time you know we have done, and which is yeah. one thing which is like you know which has been advised by your sincere school teachers even for your board exams. Last-minute yes, is you are not starting anything new. Yes. You are not venturing into unknown lands. Yeah. Right. So you are venturing mm-hmm. into a known space. You are consolidating your knowledge. and you are appearing in same time mock tests whichever possible so that's it that's it be prepared from the start and then just feel confident 
ஒரு <laughs> So oh, okay. you know right so mm-hmm. this is few thing your presence you should be now you are in an important stage of life don't fall in any controversies okay uh, you need to fetch a job first you need to be there successful in life and then you have got a complete life to express yourself in various forms abhi nahi is waqt nahi okay then one more thing try to learn a language an interesting foreign language maybe now what can be a foreign language like uh, if you intend to work with some tech companies or anything like that go for a option of learning korean or japanese if you are intending to work more with mechanical organizations and go for something like german if you intend to be successful in gcc gulf uh, you know commercial uh, countries mm-hmm. then arabic is one language that is going to be a tool of your success and which is going to separate you from the other people remember this world is global globally local so you don't expect any job which is there in bangalore only it can Absolutely. be somewhere in africa burundi mm-hmm. also it can be in uh, you know brussels also so anywhere you can go but you should be competent enough for that try to assimilate lot of knowledge <clears throat> whatever mm-hmm. is possible be updated on the political history be updated on other commercial aspects of the world and other things also thoda 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 sabke bare mein malum hona chahiye now if you are doing ah ek aur most important most important main kaise bhul sakta hu always always participate in activities which are basically not exactly related with your curriculum but apart from curriculum like philanthropic activities always participate in that like uh, uh, you know rallying for some social cause maybe blood donation camp maybe a fundraiser campaign work mm-hmm. for it be associated with voluntary organizations the certifications which you get from them actually help you to secure visas actually help you to stand out of the crowd because nowadays what is more important eq rather than iq absolutely i've heard that a lot of times sir okay so yeah cheez hai to ye aap log dhyan se karega isko bilkul nahi chhodna और फिर जाओ कहीं जाओ जो भी जहां मौका मिल रहा है आपको कुछ कंपनसेशन मिलता है नहीं मिलता है कोई फर्क नहीं एसोसिएट योरसेल्फ एंड डोंट फॉरगेट टू गेट अ डॉक्यूमेंट फ्रॉम देम राइट यस राइट मेरे ख्याल से यही है काफी यार एंड दिस इज द एंड ऑफ आवर क्वेश्चन एंड सेगमेंट एज वेल थैंक यू अपने अपने बिजी शेड्यूल में से हमारे टाइम निकाला है मेरी संडे है सब कोई खास बिजी नहीं है
All right, guys. So that was episode two for Dogcast. I'm really glad that you're still listening. Uh, we'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace out.